For the Canadians that don't know, and I think people should, U.S. Thanksgiving is Thursday. And the rule of thumb, Darren, is U.S. Thanksgiving is like the cutoff line where you know what you have or you don't have. Vegas and the Islanders. We talked about the Islanders yesterday and Vegas. Are they, is this who these teams are? We don't want to accept that because it's so early, but it's U.S. Thanksgiving. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. One half of the show coming to you from this location, the Great Western Brewery in Saskatoon, where they brew Great Western Original 16 beer. And for another day, yours truly down here in South Florida, where it is game day in South Florida. We're going to be talking about that. It is episode number 618 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. And uh, away we go. Coming up on the program today, longtime Toronto Blue Jays broadcaster, now columnist Mike Wilner, going to join us to talk about Canada's blue team and one of our favorite all-time human beings roaming the planet, Clark Gillies, four-time Stanley Cup champion, Memorial Cup champion, former New York Islander, and Regina Pat. Clark Gillies will join us in advance of the huge Rangers-Islanders game Tonight, and uh, we welcome in from the Great Western Brewery in Saskatoon, where Great Western provides coverage of our Tim Hortons Olympic Curling Trials, Darren Moose DuPont, along with Core Grain. As you see, I'm wearing my Core Grain golf shirt. I was told to pack it by Morgan, doing the right thing for your farm. Moose, before we get into the quick six and all the rest, how's your day going so far? It's off to a great start. Yeah, great start. Got a little bit of the curling in this morning. And uh, no, it, it's awesome. Uh, Saskatoon's a great spot to be here uh, this week. Oh, yeah. And I've been following uh, the morning draw, by the way, the Tim Hortons curling trials all morning long on TSN, which is part of my quick six. But if you can hit the horn, please, Jordan, let's get down to business. Please. By the way, my IFB, as you TV people, call it, has officially calved. So I've hot-wired something, rejig something here for earpiece um, 911 today, and then I'll go get a better one later on today. So if, oh, I keep, if, if no. I'm fidgeting more than normal, you'll know why. Okay, number one, NHL from Tuesday. I, I expect today's program is going to get very spicy in that regard. Yesterday, we did spend a lot of time on the CFL, and that's cool. Today will be a lot of time on the NHL. Matthew Kachuk's goal late in the third period broke a 2-2 tie as the Calgary Flames remain red hot Tuesday with a 5-2 victory over the Chicago Blackhawks in the Saddle Dome. The game winner came on a fortuitous bounce at the 14-25 mark as Kachuk's centering pass went off the skate of Chicago defenseman Seth Jones and over the shoulder of goalie Marc-Andre Fleury. Dylan Dubé, Milan Lucic, and a pair of empty netters from Trevor Lewis and Johnny Gaudreau rounded up the scoring for the Flames who are now 12, 3, and 5. Jacob Markstrom had 19 saves as the Flames extended their win streak to four, and they are now number one. They are now number one in the NHL's Western Conference. Looking southward, red hot Rupe Hints scored the first of two Dallas power play goals in the first period, and the Stars handed the Edmonton Oilers just their fifth loss of the season, 4-1 Tuesday night. Hints has scored all six of his goals this season in the last six games. And this was his first on the power play. On Saturday, he had become the first Dallas star to score two shorties in the same game. Rupe Hints. Learn the name, Darren, I just did this morning. It's not Roop. It's Rupe. You're going to want to know. And he added a helper uh, last night, giving him nine points in the past six games. And um, 
Jason Robertson, Dennis Gurionov, and Luke Glendinning also scored for Dallas, who have won four or five. Edmonton had a season low 21 shots on goal. And before we delve more deeply into the BOA, I just want to talk about the game that I watched last night, and it is this. Andre Vasilevsky made 34 saves. Zach Bogosian and Corey Perry both ended lengthy goal droughts. And the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Philadelphia Flyers 4-0 Tuesday night. Stammer had a goal and two helpers for the Lightning, who now have points in 11 of their last 12. And Tampa stands at 9-1-2. and two. I wanted, Of all the things that came out of that game there, was this, Darren. You'll get a kick out of this. Zach Bogosian, they're making a huge deal, particularly our buddy Dave Randorf, the voice of the Lightning on television, that Zach Bogosian's cooking supper for the entire Tampa Bay team either today or tomorrow for U.S. Thanksgiving. That never used to be a big deal at all. And I'll never forget with the Regina Pats, our head coach, Bobby Lowe's, who's now a scout for the Vegas Golden Knights, his wife, Shelly, had the entire Regina Pats team over to their house in Brandon. And I think it was Canadian Thanksgiving then. And you can appreciate this as an old WHL fan that you are. Bobby Lowe's and I were bitter, sworn, bitter enemies. And his wife, Shelly, said to me, not even to me, she just said rhetorically in the kitchen, she goes, I never thought in a million years Rod Peterson would be in our kitchen. How about that? <laughs> so is it a big deal that Zach Bogosian is cooking for the entire team? And my, my guess, he might just wave a wand and bring in a, a uh, catering company. I don't know. But to, to me, they're making a really big deal of it down here. Is it that big of a deal? I just feel like back in the day, it used to be happen all the time. I know. Maybe it just doesn't happen anymore. Maybe it's because of a post-COVID thing. I don't know. Um, but either way, um, it's cool. I think it's a good good news, feel-good kind of story to tell you what this group's like and that kind of stuff. And I got time for all of that. So. so do I. And I'm not saying it's not cool to quote Chris Jones. Don't get it twisted. Just saying this used to not be a thing. And now it's a thing. Yeah. Shoot. Brandon Bridges' mom cooked chicken and ribs for the entire Rough Rider team on the road in Hamilton. She, I was there. You know those gigantic Tupperware tubs, Darren, that you, you cart things in when you're moving? She had that filled with chicken and ribs on the road. Say, the guys were getting on the bus. How expensive. Yeah. I, I like it. I know, right? And I will never forget this. We're just gorging ourselves on chicken and ribs on the bus coming out of Hamilton, going to Toronto to get on the plane. And Deron Carter, my good friend, DC, he's carrying like a football under his arm, this Tupperware container of ribs. And he's eating him. You can just imagine DC as he's walking into the airport. And my good friend, Mike Davis, says, there's no way, Deron, that you're going to get those ribs past airport security and onto the plane. And Deron goes, just watch me. And we separated. You know, you go down your separate ways. You go through the uh, security. And there's Duran and, uh, and row five on the plane eating his ribs. <laughs> he did it. He sweet-talked the security to get his ribs on. So there's my Duran Carter mums cooking for the entire team story. The end. Moving on to point two. Moving on to point two. 
top five, bottom five in the National Hockey League. Are we ready to go? Uh, I don't know if the guys want to put the graphic up or not. I know Nelson Vo, our content creator, asked me for these this morning. Here we go. I, I don't. I can't imagine that anybody's going to argue with these. The number one team in the National Hockey League are the Carolina Hurricanes. I think it's just three regulation losses for the Hurricanes. They continue to mulch the opposition in what I think is... One of the toughest divisions of the National Hockey League. Not the toughest, but the Carolina Hurricanes are the number one team. Number two, there will be some conjecture over this and consternation, and I get it, but it is the Florida Panthers who are doing historical things. And tonight, when they welcome the Philadelphia Flyers looking to make history with uh, the longest home winning streak to start the uh, season in terms of points. Uh, the number three team in the National Hockey League, are you ready? The Calgary Flames, number one in the Western Conference. They came out of nowhere. Spicy. One reason and one reason only. One reason and one reason only. His name is the Jolly Rancher. Who? Let's just call it right now. He's the coach of the year for Jack Adams. The number four team in the National Hockey League is the Washington Capitals because they are the first place team in the Metropolitan Division, which is the toughest division in the NHL. That's why Washington is the number four team. And number five, the Tampa Bay Lightning, which I just mentioned. They're on a roll. Points in 11 of 12. Two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. They have righted the ship. Sorry, Edmonton fans. They've slipped out of the top five. You got some splaining to do. Let's go to the bottom five. And we'll do this in reverse order. The 28th team in the National Hockey League, the Montreal Canadiens. They need Carey Price back fierce. They have the second worst plus minus in the entire NHL at minus 26. It gets cold in Montreal. That is very cold. Number 29, the Ottawa Senators. And while they've got a lot less points because they've had game scratched because of COVID, they're still not very good. And they're dead last in the Atlantic Division, which isn't the best division to begin with. Number 30, the Vancouver Canucks. What are they waiting for? Why does Jim Benning still have a job? Can somebody tell me why? Second worst team in the NHL. Sorry, the Seattle Kraken. And as our friend Sheldon in Calgary pointed out to me yesterday, well, Kraken are sea-dwelling basement floor creatures. It's where they belong. And uh, the 32nd team, the worst team in the NHL, continues to be the Arizona Coyotes. And they are an NHL worst minus 35 and plus minus differential. And it's sad to see. Coyotes, you're either going forwards or going backwards in this world, Darren. And the Coyotes are going backwards. And I see no hope for them. So there's our NHL top five, bottom five. Before we move on to our next point, which is the curling coverage, your take on uh, on that. I see your Leafs aren't uh, in either list. Your take on mine? Yeah. Well, they're they're second. I thought they were second in the East and or in the division behind Florida, eight and two in their last ten. Maybe they're getting close to that top five list, but uh, no, it's it's nah. a good list. Tampa's kind of righted their ship a little bit and. And uh, Florida trying to get things uh, rolling, uh, keep things rolling at home. So, no, I like the list. The list is pretty good. There's, thank you. There are some good teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, by the way, the warm-up is brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs. On we go to point three, which is curling. And uh, that includes our live on location broadcast at the Great Western Brewery in Saskatoon for Curling Canada's Olympic Trials. Also presented by Core Green, doing the right thing for your farm. Carrie Anderson handed Jennifer Jones her first loss at Canada's Olympic curling trials in dramatic fashion last night. Anderson blew an early six-point lead, and Jones stole a single to go up in the ninth before Anderson tie, uh, iced it with a pair in the 10th end to take a 10-9 decision. In other women's action, Tracy Fleury kept her unbeaten streak alive with an 8-3 win over Rachel Holman. 
Kelsey Rock edged Casey Scheidegger at 6'5", and Krista McCarville defeated Jacqueline Harrison 6'4". Another win for Brad Gushu. That was the big game you talked about yesterday afternoon. He moved into sole possession of first with a 7-6 win over Brad Jacobs. I'm not going to go through the rest of the draw from yesterday afternoon because they're already on the ice this morning. Like I said, you got to pay attention. They're flying. I've been watching it all morning. And my number one question for you, Moose, is are they piping crowd noise into Sastel Center this morning? Because <laughs> sounded very loud there. I have no idea what they're cheering for because Team Dunstone continues to lose. Give me the scene in, from Saskatoon. I'll tell you this. The curling fans here are extremely knowledgeable. And, and the other thing they're really good at, Rod, is multitasking. Like watching four games. Oh, almost, yeah. They seem to, as a collective, know when all the big shots are happening. So you might be watching Dunstone over here. You might be locked into the Gushu game or whatever. And now they're playing each other today, right now. But no matter what, when there's a big shot, the crowd erupts. And they got their little cowbells going. And they got their little clappers, slapper things. And... It's pretty great. So anytime there's a big shot, um, the crowd goes crazy. So, no, it's not piped in. It's real. They're getting eight to 10,000 people in there for these draws. It, it's, it's, it's an awesome atmosphere. And, uh, no, they're playing well. It's been, been really fun to watch. Interesting point of today's coverage. Um, was it Cheryl Bernard, I believe, was on the morning draw this morning with Brian Mudrick. And she brought up the fact that as Canadian kids, we grow up Either hockey or curling. Curling or hockey. That's what we gravitate towards as Canadian kids. And I thought, well, in my case, yeah, she's right. The sports that I grew up playing in my small town were hockey, baseball, curling, badminton. We played whatever was available. Football was not available to us. In your town, it was in uh, Winyard, the chicken capital. Football was available, right? That's why you grew up playing it, but I did not. Uh, it would be a good, interesting poll question, and that is, what are Canada's top two sports? Because there's a lot of football fans. I'm not just going to say CFL, just football fans in general that would take umbrage with Cheryl Bernard's, if it was Cheryl Bernard, whoever the female color commentator was today, saying that growing up in Canada, it's hockey and curling. Your take on that? Yeah, I think, you know, Cheryl's defense on this, I kind of had the same feeling, but it was more about, it was just a winter discussion. So it was, you know what? I wish I had curled more, and I really wish I had curled more. I thought I was okay at it. I liked it. I loved the strategy. I love looking at it. So I could. I like being the skip and, and talking about, well, you know, where are we going to go and what's the strategy and stuff. But I couldn't curl because I was playing hockey. So you kind of have to choose hockey or football. That yeah. was always the choice. I didn't have to choose hockey over – or it was hockey curling I had to choose between. I didn't have to choose hockey or football or hockey or baseball. I could do them both. So I think that's more of the discussion. It's hockey or curling. You could never – find a way to do both or do both well. There's uh, some of our coverage on curling. We'll get to more. By the way, on the way today, Clark Gillies and Mike Wilner. But our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is a spicy one, and that might be a theme throughout the rest of the day today, and it is which is the better NHL team in Alberta, the Calgary Flames or the Edmonton Oilers? Now, the last I looked on Twitter, it was 60%. Edmonton Oilers, I'm not sure what the YouTube vote is, but again, which is Alberta's best NHL team? The Flames or the Oilers? As we sit here today, the Flames are number one in the Western Conference. And uh, I almost feel like we should come back on the other side of this break and debate it more, but we can here, Darren. I'll say this, the Oilers have been coming a lot. They've been on this road longer than the Calgary Flames. So while I don't think the Calgary Flames were a flash in the pan, and all the credit goes to Daryl Sutter, as I said earlier, the Oilers have had 
I won't say more playoff success, but I just feel like they're a little higher up that mountain than the Calgary Flames are. However, if they were to meet in the playoffs right now, I might take the Flames to win based solely on Jacob Markstrom and his uh, shutouts and their commitment to defensive play. I'm going to take Calgary as the best NHL team. If they were to play in the playoffs, what's your answer to that poll question? I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers as the best team in Alberta. And here's why. I mean, you start at the top, McDavid and Dreisaitl. you got the two best players in that series. you got the best player in the world. And, and Dreisaitl is a great compliment. He's one of the top players in the world as well. Goaltending is the Achilles heel. You know, Stuart Skinner might be the next one. And I know you can't blame him for last night's loss. Um, that was a tough one. Deflections, bad breakaways. Um, really wasn't on Stuart Skinner. But I like what they've done. You know, Warren Fogle down the middle, um, adding Derek Ryan. They've added some depth with Zach Hyman. On the back end, they've added depth too, you know, with Duncan Keith and Cody Cece, who Clark just cringes when I say the name Cody Cece because Leaf fans just think he's the worst defenseman of all time. Oh, but he's playing no. very well and he's a good he's a good player. So, you know, I take the Oilers. Interesting. Well, we'll kick that around when we come back. Plus, we'll get into the CFL discussion on a very big week in the Canadian Football League and NFL. You've got your top five, so I'm very interested to see that. This has been the warm-up for E. Cole Electric, and we'll be right back. We're preempted for the rest of the week today and the next couple days on Game Plus TV, so tell your friends to come on down to YouTube where we got the smoke, and we'll be right back after this break. You're also listening live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 